Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. <laughs> We're both welcome. here. Oh, my gosh. We're both here. We're both <laughs> upright. We're going to survive. We are. <laughs> we have had the plague, you guys. Oh, my God. We, though, oh. We, we've had the consumption. Something. Yeah. Oh, brutal, man. Man, have we been sick. But we're here. We're feeling pretty decent. We are both yeah. upright. I did Costco today. Dude, that's impressive because that that's a big walk. That's a big deal on a good day. So yeah, I felt pretty uh pretty accomplished on that one, to be honest. Right. But at any rate, we're here. It's Thursday night. It is time for the psychic hour. And Yay. we're so happy we had to miss it last week, you know, because we were sick. So we're so happy that we're here tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so happy that we are here tonight. And yes, we're both doing better. And yeah, you know, you don't get over this quickly. That's what mm-hmm. we learned. Um, mm. But I, we actually uh, went out and got some dinner a little while ago. And I was like, hey, you know, I think I'm actually like turning a corner. Good. Good, good. Yeah. I knew I was better this morning when I got up and did the dishes. Wow. Yeah. Or that's I'm impressive. sicker. Because I, I hate doing the dishes, but I <laughs> just got up and did them. So. But that you felt like doing them. And that's, I think that's quite impressive, yeah. Yeah, and scrubbed the kitchen floor and did the laundry. And then had to rest. <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. Well, it was a start. Mm-hmm. Well, and the dogs expect that rest, you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, part of do. my problem is that I have two chihuahuas who expect their daily cuddles and if they don't get them they're not nice about it right yes that is a hard part of it when you've been down then they want you to Mm -hmm. be down I know mine too are like what you're in this this house yeah get in this blanket right now yeah I know so I was outside a little while ago and witnessed quite the turf war going on above the raven feeder in the tree between a Mm -hmm. A crow and a magpie. They were saying all the words, man. Nice. Yeah. There was something going down with the two of them. I like it. So you're getting started. Your murder is growing. My murder is growing. Uh, The other day I could hear crows yelling and I looked out front and there were two crows dancing around in the road in front of my house, hollering. And I went, well, okay then. And I went outside and put more food in their feeder. So, yes, this is an attempted murder at this point, but, hey, we're getting there. Right. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where things are at. It's Mars's uh, 
graduation party this weekend. So right. graduation is next week, but we're doing our family It's like this graduation this thing is finally going to come to an end. <laughs> right? It's just, oh my God. It feels like this is the month that never ends. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we've had a kid graduating, it feels like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tomorrow's the class trip. And then, yeah. And then oh, the family it? party on Saturday, on Sunday, and then graduation mm-hmm. itself on Friday. And, oh, and we can breathe. Right. I just, everything, I I have a stack of things that are like piling up in my head that I'm like, no, until graduation's over, I'm not doing that. I'm not thinking about that. I just need to take off, you know, try and bite off one thing at a time. But you know what I want to do? Right. I always see these other kids at graduation who are wearing the cool lays that somebody yeah. made out of like money and candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've never done that for my kids before. But I think this year, uh, Matea and I are going to try it and make her a money lay or something. Good so, idea. That's awesome. Yeah, for, for Mars and some of her friends too. Yeah, I'm excited. But we did learn when Micah graduated, my oldest, <laughs> someone made him a lay. A bunch of uh, his friends, one of the moms made lays for all of them. Well, she made them out of Hershey's Kisses. Well, it was really hot in that auditorium. And then everybody was hugging. And so imagine wearing a necklace made out of Hershey's Kisses that is melty and then hugging everybody. Everyone had chocolate on the fronts of their shirts in all the pictures. Like the parents did, the kids did. There was just freaking chocolate everywhere. So the more you know, you guys, you think you come candy, here bro. for the show. <laughs> You're going to learn some stuff about what not to do at high school graduation. That's awesome. That's so freaking funny. Isn't that gross? It was really gross, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know. But we're going to try it. We'll see. Yeah. With hard candy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm with you, Shanna. Gross. Ugh. It was nasty. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not their gowns, you know, their their red gowns and and their white shirts and oh, ugh. yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. Looked like poop. Sure did. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. Yep, it was a shitty situation. It was not great. Yep. <laughs> We've got some chatters in the house. Want to say hi to RJ mm-hmm. and JR? What a night! We have RJ and JR in a row. So that's awesome. In a row, lucky. So Dude. yeah, yes. Yes, that we is have my Matthews, favorite. We have Dusty. We have Sheila. We have Elizabeth. We have I don't. Is it Shanna or Shana? Help us out. We're Help always out. To not pronounce people's names wrong. So you know, we, we hate that. We hate saying your name wrong. We have Bianca. I know that's mm-hmm. right. So yes, Phil, welcome. I'm glad you guys are here. We yeah. are going to do some readings tonight. We have a few things to share before that. Christy, talk to us about where you're at, because some people have been saying they were looking for you at Purple Ocean. I know you have left Purple Ocean, so please update us. Well, guys, I'm not working on a hotline anymore. I'm doing some other things and I've let the hotline go, but that does not mean that you can't see me for a session. And actually it's a lot easier to see me for a session now. So all you have to do is just go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and there's a place there where you can send us a message just send a message and say, hey, I want an appointment with Christy and I'll message you. And we'll get something set up. Yeah. So we'll just keep sharing that and hopefully we'll let you all know. But yeah, I've kind of been in transition for a yeah. while. I lost my job at the end of September last year. And so I've done some different things. And 
now I've got something else going and, you know, hotline work, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You love it. I've yeah used to love it. <laughs> now yeah. I really, I, I would rather be able to just schedule with you all directly where I know you through the podcast. And so, yeah, yeah if you're looking for me, just go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and send a message and say, hey, I'd like to get in with Christy and I will message you and tell you how to do that. Perfect. And we'll just meet directly. That works. So much easier. Yeah. And it was always, you can find me at one, two, listen.com. So yes, easy enough. So mm-hmm. it is Shana. She said, Shana sounds like Dana. Uh-huh. We can do that. Right, we might ask Gina. again someday because, you know, we're brain dead, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll do our best. Dude, I'm 45. I didn't know that when you turn 40, your memory just goes out the window. Listen, I impressed the <laughs> hell out of myself today at Costco because I remembered I had a coupon. I am impressed. You know, <laughs> you know I have had That's a all $10 takes. gift card to Costco for like six months in my wallet. And yes. every time we go there, I tell my wife, hey, don't let me forget. Let's use that $10 gift card. You know where that thing is? It's still in my freaking wallet. Yes, I had a $56 gift card from them. And last time we went in there, I forgot to use it. And so this time I used it and my husband was like, wow. He said, I would have totally forgotten. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened here. I feel like we're in the twilight zone. I remember. I remembered and you forgot. Yeah. We need to take a picture or something. (laughs) Because I used to have like a a memory, like a steel freaking trap. Mm, Me too. I could walk in the bank. And rattle off any account number of multiple accounts, you know, and they yeah. were like, I can't believe you can remember all those numbers. Yeah. And where they are now? In the notes of my phone, that's where they mm-hmm. are. Because that's do right. I remember them now? Hell no. 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 No, no. <laughs> right, girl, I can forget what I'm trying to say while I'm saying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I oh, have yeah. a real thing about where there's a thing about COVID brain um, that a doctor was telling me about that. People with COVID brain, which I've had some problems with, have word identification problems. And I do that all the time. I'm like, you know, the, 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 I've never had trouble with stuff like that. Yeah. Stupid COVID. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I can't blame COVID, but. You, you can't, stupid, I know. Stupid something. No. Just this actually started for me when I had my thyroid out. Oh, yes. Me too. I had my thyroid out. I had a really serious complication. And from those things, oh my God, you know, and it's, it's not that I don't still consider myself to be an intelligent person. You know, I can write things, I can do things, I can put things together, but just on the fly, I'm amazed sometimes about what I forget, you know? Right. It takes a lot. My kids are like, my God, mom. And I'm like, oh, I know. No, I know. Yeah. But when I look back through my day, I'm like, you know, you're totally functional. You're actually fine. Right. Oh, oh, low iron makes you do that too. I found out. Says right, girl. Mm, yeah, yeah. So does low calcium and low magnesium. Mm, yeah, you would know. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is. So it is. before we uh, get into readings, we have the funniest news story to share with you guys. Oh we found goodness. this on a local site today. We have peed our pants laughing, <laughs> laughing over it. I'm going to read it to you guys verbatim because I couldn't write this better. Whoever no. wrote this, it deserves a high five because, and seriously, they must have laughed their heads off the entire time. Yeah. 
So this happened in Christie's town. This happened in Idaho Falls. Like a few blocks from my house, as yeah. is known to happen around here. Yep, just a couple of days ago. So police say a theft suspect in Idaho Falls fell through the ceiling tiles of a local restaurant Tuesday while running from officers. The Idaho Falls Police Department was looking for Jesse James. He has a last name. I won't share it. But Jesse James is his first and second name. By the way, brilliant naming. Whoever, mom, you did a good job. This was like, seriously, a psychic moment for you. Right. So Jesse James, a suspect in two theft cases from earlier that day. The search was a rather unique one. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly involving children's bicycles, stolen deli ham, and the suspect locking himself in a woman's bathroom in an attempt to escape in the ceiling of a Subway restaurant, according to an affidavit of probable cause. The search began earlier Tuesday when a woman called officers around 6 p.m. saying someone stole her son's BMX bike at the skate park on Rolandette. A man allegedly wearing a Tyrannosaurus Rex t-shirt came up to her son and asked to buy the $480 bike. The boy declined, and when he turned around for a second, the unknown man got on the bike and rode away. <laughs> He's 38, so you know. And he uh, stole a bike from a kid at the, state, the skate park. So... At 9 p.m., the Idaho Falls Police Department went to Winco Foods after a man reportedly reported that someone had stolen his Harley-Davidson motorcycle after he went inside to buy groceries. In place of the motorcycle, the man discovered the BMX bike <laughs> that police had been called about earlier in the evening. So he just, he upgraded. He, he did, he did upgrade. He at least left the man something to get home on, I gotta say. <laughs> I guess so. He didn't just leave him high and dry. <laughs> well, no. As police investigated, the woman's son, whose bike was stolen, called officers saying someone named Jesse James could have stolen the motorcycle. <laughs> police then considered him the suspect in both thefts. Additional officers arrived in the area searching. The motorcycle owner found the stolen Harley-Davidson. The owner found it. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, found it parked in front of Planet Fitness on Woodruff, just across the street from Winco. Yeah. The owner said the fuel cutoff switch was on and the bike would not have run for very long if the suspect did not know this. <laughs> so he only made it less than a block like, before it ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> Officers spotted more walking toward the subway in the same parking lot as the gym. He went into the sandwich shop and locked himself in the women's restroom. Police heard rustling and he refused to come out. Additional sounds came from the restroom indicating he might be trying to get into the ceiling. The owner of the subway then kicked open the restroom <laughs> door. So not the police. The owner is like, I've had enough of this shit. So yeah. <laughs> he kicks open the restroom door. Officers rush inside and find pieces of the ceiling around Jesse James, who lay on the floor, having fallen from the ceiling. <laughs> 
He refused to come out of a closed stall and police (laughs) pulled him out by his feet. (laughs) He was still wearing the same dinosaur t-shirt as reported earlier. Yeah. Inside the ceiling, officers found his shoes and a knife. Idaho Falls Police Department spokesperson said the police found a large wad of ham wrapped in butcher paper. (laughs) (laughs) A large wad of ham. That's Yes, a large wad of ham while searching him. The subway employees reported the man had been in the store earlier in the day several times and had actually come behind the counter, filled out an application for a job, and attempted to help them with service. So he tried to just show up and work there. When he left the store, they noticed a stack of deli meat was missing. So he'd already been in earlier in the day and stolen the wad of ham. Oh, my gosh. So, of course, he was taken to jail. He's got a handful of charges. Uh, It sounds like he's just really struggled with uh, addiction, which is quite sad. But this story in itself absolutely kills me. What I love is no one was hurt. Yeah. No one was killed. Yeah. And mostly it's just hilarious because everybody got their stuff back and it'll be pretty fe- easy to fix the subway bathroom ceiling. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they're only out one package of ham. Right. Yep. And both bikes were, you know, returned to owner. So all's well that ends well. But Right. <laughs> That's quite a... <laughs> Quite a slow speed kind of chase. That went on. <laughs> the way it says in the article that he left the BMX bike <laughs> in place of the Harley. <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oriana, I don't want that ham back. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that ham. <laughs> oh, yikes. Anyway. Oh my goodness. You know, we share a lot of crime around here that is really shocking that is hard to hear that is really gory so occasionally you know crime like that just uh we can laugh about it because it's uh it's a breath of fresh air considering sometimes yeah yeah it seems like this is the kind of stuff that the police used to deal with <laughs> you know mm-hmm. at least where we live these were the yeah. kinds of debacles that went on you know we had another little situation here in Idaho Falls a couple of days ago where a truck with a trailer went around a corner a little too fast and dumped 20 gallons of ketchup all over the road. (laughs) Apparently, it smelled really bad. And the police had it all coned off so that nobody slid on it. (laughs) It was good that they, you know, put it, they put it out all over that it was ketchup because I'm sure people were like, oh my God, that's so much blood. (laughs) It was definitely ketchup. Who died here? (laughs) Yeah, it was a heck of a, I guess I didn't ever drive by it, but people who said that they did said it smelled so bad just sitting out there baking in the sun because it was pretty hot. (laughs) So we've had quite a week here in Idaho Falls. (laughs) Apparently so. Of, you know, fairly minor and mostly just hilarious crime. So, you know, it's all good. The epic ketchup spill of 2021. Yes, yes. Uh The pictures are like... I'm really glad the police like marked it off and told people what it was because yeah, it was a little terrifying. Oh, it looked to look like at. a crime scene. Yes, it, it did. did. <laughs> it splattered all over the place. Mm-hmm. It looked like something oh really bad happened there. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Well, um, 
is sending the strength to the IFPD. <laughs> right? They've had quite a week. <laughs> I don't know. RJ says the great sauce event. Yeah. Yeah. Red Girl said, what's the next upgrade? A fire truck? Right? They really should have stolen something else and left the Harley in its place. Right. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a theme. The school well, bus. A, yeah. a couple of years ago, my son and I saw a pickup pulling a trailer that had a bunch of cat litter on it. Like maybe they were going to one of the shelters. They took a <laughs> they took a corner really fast and they dumped like a hundred pounds of cat litter on the ground. It just went everywhere. Oh. Yeah. So it's been known to happen here. They could have used the cat litter to clean up the ketchup though. Just well, saying. see. Well, several years ago. I had a neighbor a few doors down that had these golden lab puppies, brother and sister, and they were the naughtiest, most uh, just, she, she couldn't handle them. And they were cute and funny, but they were terrorizing our neighborhood. And um, one day a potato truck carrying potato slurry, which that's the stuff you oh. don't want. That's what comes from the potato plants after they process mm -hmm. them. And it's like rotten, slimy potato water, kind of, with like Ooh, potato peels so and parts and stuff. And it smells horrific. I can smell it just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So this truck carrying potato slurry overturned on the highway right by my house. And it was a bad scene. They had to close the whole highway. It smelled horrific for a long time. They even had to call like trucks in to wash the road. It was bad. And I saw on the news last that night an interview with the guy driving the truck and he said these two golden lab puppies came out of nowhere and I <laughs> swerved to miss them I was like oh no <laughs> so I, I called my neighbor and said oh did you see the news and she said no why and so I told her and she's like oh oh no oh my god what am I supposed to do should I call someone and I said well oh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> said, unless you want to pay for that but I keep those two home for a while. I just wanted to let you know that that's what was said in the news. But <laughs> two little terrors. I mean, they're lucky they weren't hit. That's a highway. Oh, but uh, it's a 70 mile an hour road. Yeah. Yikes. But anyway, they overturned a spud truck and yeah. it was not pleasant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and no one was hurt, just to be clear. But Anyway, so there you go. That's what's been cracking us up. You know, we're, we've been a bit delirious, so everything's kind of funny, but this was just too funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, so great. To change gears a little bit, Christy, you have a new program going on I that you do. wanted to share. So I'm going to get out of your way and let you talk about that. I have a new thing that I am doing that may apply to some of you. I know we're true crimers around here, but we're also metaphysical practitioners. I have a new group that is called Grow Your Metaphysical Community, and it is to help metaphysical practitioners of any kind, whatever it is that you do. If you are looking to make your metaphysical work your business, I want to invite you to come and join my group. I do a lot of education and just support and community discussion and stuff like that in this group. And I'll be offering some master classes. I go live every Friday in there to teach something to help metaphysical practitioners to build their businesses. Here's the thing, guys. I know 
that the clientele is out there. If you're looking for clientele, they're there. Oh yeah. It's just they don't know about you. I mean, having worked hotlines for all these years, and you know too, yeah. and I've worked a bunch of different hotlines now, those clients are out there, you guys, and they're looking for community. They're looking for people. They're looking for a connection. And that is exactly what uh, I'm working on teaching people how to do. So I'm going to put my group in, um, I'm going to put my group in the chat. But all you have to do, so my fan page is Christy A. Brower. Just go there, and then there's a group connected to it, and it's called Grow Your Metaphysical Community. But if you just find my fan page, Christy A. Brower, then you'll be able to do it, to join it. So I just wanted to invite you all to be a part of that, because if you are a metaphysical practitioner and you are looking for help about how to make this happen... Um, I'm, I'm here to make that happen. So there you go. We've been at this kind of work for 14 years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I know a thing or two about how to make something like that work. And I just want to share it because I think so many of us are looking for a solution if we're some kind of practitioner and uh, I've, I've got one. So absolutely come see me over there. Um, you can click the link here in the in the live stream, if you are listening live, if you're not, just go to Christy A. Brower on Facebook. It's a fan page and mm-hmm. you will find me there and you can join my group through there as well. Perfect. So that's Love why it. you don't find me on Purple Ocean anymore, because I'm kind of shifting what I'm doing. I still want to see private clients. Yeah, for sure. So and Shell did ask if you can do Reiki online. And yeah, you most certainly can. Oh, yeah. yeah, most certainly. can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm up to. Awesome. I love it. And you are teaching spirit school right after this, right? I am teaching spirit school right after this. I apologize for the time changes and, you know, all the stuff. (laughs) We've just had a weird couple of weeks. We've been a hot mess. It has been, yeah. But there will be spirit school right after this live stream. Um, And it is, I you know, last, well, it was supposed to be last month, but it turned out to be this month because... Anyway, um, I taught on, you know, finding balance in the root chakra in a crazy world. I want to teach tonight on creativity and the sacral chakra and how to kind of get your mojo back, get your creativity back if you're struggling with that. So um, if you have signed up for spirit school, that's how you do it. Just come back here. Just come back to YouTube, to the main page of YouTube, and you'll see. You'll see it. You'll get a notification when I go live. Or if you can't come live or if you're listening to this later, all you have to do is just, if you've signed up for spirit school, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is just look for the spirit school playlist and and it'll be in there. All of those episodes are there. And then I'll be back on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Mountain for another installment of spirit school. So that Mm -hmm. is coming this week and we are going to work on past lives. Ooh, fun. Everybody's yeah. going to love that. Everybody loves past life stuff, huh? Yep. We're going to do uh, a one life channeling. So Ooh, nice. It's, it's a little, it's a primer, you know, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's a good taste of what you can experience in peeking into past lives. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. There's been a lot of inquiry about past lives lately. It's an interesting thing mm-hmm. in our line of work. We see trends and patterns and, 
one of the trends I've been seeing for the last four or five months is a lot of people talking about past lives. And it's not always like that. Sometimes I'll go months and no one asks for past life reading or asks about anything to do with past lives, which is fine. But, uh, Mm -hmm. and then I'll go through a period where it's like, everyone's going, you know, I'm thinking I might have a past life connection to this, or I'd like to understand this past life or this, you know, thing within me that I would like to dive into that I think has to do with the past life, yada, yada. And yeah, and lately past lives have just been really hot for some reason. And so here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes we start feeling that pull a little bit, like there's something going on in my life that doesn't feel like it originated in this life, you know? Do you feel like that? Like, I don't know where this came from. There's nothing, you know, that I can connect it to. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. when past life stuff comes up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially if it's something that you have done everything you can think of to work on. Yeah. In this life and nothing seems to really shift that energy Mm -hmm. for some reason, you know, or that feeling or that fear or that recurring dream. So, yeah, and there's a lot of reasons to work on past lives. But so we want to do some readings from the chat. So this would be a great time for you guys, if you are in the chat, to make a request. Um, I would love to hear, you know, what you would like help with. Um, I'll be honest, if you guys ask questions that are super vague in general, I'll probably ask you to hone in on it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in the essence of time, we, you know, the, the, we'll give you the best work we can with a more specific question in other yep. words. So sure. really vague stuff. We'll, it won't get you much, especially in the amount of time we have. And because we're not face to face, you're face to our face, but you know, we're not face to yours. Or no, we're, we're face to yours. I said that all backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I went right along with it too. Right. You were like, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but while we're uh, letting you guys, uh, Form a question for us. Uh, I just wondered, Christy, if you wanted to give us a quick energy read for this weekend. What do you see coming? Mm-hmm. You know, I do feel like there's some some momentum coming. I don't know if you feel that. Do you ever feel that energy like under you, like something's mm-hmm. coming, something's coming? And it's not a bad thing. I think it's actually um, some sort some motion. I think things have been a little stuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling some motion. I'm feeling some lightening of the energy. And I'm feeling like there's this opportunity to let go of something. We all have this opportunity to let go of something that's been holding us back. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those times, and we might get it this time, and we might not get it this time, because that's mm-hmm. just kind of how it goes, is that yeah. you, you know, you kind of go through those periods where you know, you're like, man, I feel like there's a message. I feel like there's something happening. And then you get nothing. It's like, okay, it's going to come around again. It'll come around again. Yeah. We, we never all get the same, yeah. get the answers the first time around. As a matter of fact, we frequently don't. And so I feel like it's super important just to remember that and um, just kind of be open to whatever comes up. One of the things that I think is really important to remember at a time like this is that messages come in tons of ways. Like you turn on the radio and a certain song comes on and the words in the radio, the words from the song are like, oh my gosh, I was just, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Or it answers a question or it validates something for you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked about this before, but many times I have walked past someone in a restaurant 
and heard a snippet of conversation and heard someone say something and answered a question I had. And so being aware right now that they're just sort of answers in the wind. Yeah. And just being open to it. And if you catch it, great. And if you don't, it's okay. It's going to come back around again. Yeah. Everything always does. But I do feel like that's what's happening in the next, over the weekend and the next following week, that you may actually get some answers to questions that you've had for a long time. I love it. Great. Yeah. Well, that really aligns with Mercury going into retrograde too. Because we are heading into Mercury retrograde here shortly. We're also next week facing a full moon eclipse. And so there's a lot planetary, a lot of planetary stuff happening that really, really support that. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you bring something up for me because so at the first of the year, I do these 12 month readings that uh, people buy from me. They're like a, they're a video reading. And so I pull a ton of cards. It's like an hour long event. You know, I go through every single month and here's what I'm seeing. And one of the trends that I saw this year was July. July emerged over and over in those readings as Mm. being a really challenging month, like globally. Mm. And I've been really curious about is this, uh, uh, in a lot of my clients' readings, it emerged as a month where they were going to really be called on to really heavily support other people, family members and things like that. And it really jumped up for me as a month that we're really going to want to pay attention. So anyway, that momentum that you're talking about increasing, I'm really interested in, yeah. really interested to see what July does. So yeah, any, a lot of uh, big energy uh, afoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Some changes are coming and I th- it, it's good stuff. We just have to stay really open to, allowing messages to come through in whatever way they do. Yeah. Yep. And that's, I think we all get hung up on that. Like it's supposed to come a certain way or that doesn't seem very spiritual. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I mean, we identify yeah. all of those things based on our own filters. Yeah. And so it, it really, you know, what is spiritual and what isn't spiritual. I mean, we could get 10 different definitions right now. Yeah. So don't discount anything, you know, Oh yeah, and pay attention to all those synchronicities because obviously there's there's the magic afoot here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Well, let's take a look at some questions here in the chat. Let's see. We'll start. I ran back to the beginning because I wanted to make sure we didn't miss Bianca. I think that was really an interesting uh, insight in talking about past life interests. She said might be a bit of escapism from the pandemic too. Oh, definitely. Right. I agree with that yeah. totally. When life gets mm-hmm. hard, people yeah. will look for, and this is an interesting thing because I've had lots of people experience past lives that uh, where they had the things in this life that they don't. Maybe it's mm-hmm. money. Maybe it's just a, a happy relationship, you know, things that in this yeah. life that has really eluded them. And mm-hmm. that's always, it's a really comforting thing to go, you know what? I've had that before. I can have that again, you know? Yeah. And to feel that. So that's, it's an interesting comment. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And Shana, I would love for you to join us there. There's, I'm sure a lot there for you. Okay. Bianca yeah. said, I've been feeling heaviness in my energy around my back and shoulders. Then my tourmaline broke. Could you look into that, please? Christy, do you want to look at that one? And I'm going to take Oriana. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. So Bianca, first and foremost, that tourmaline has been picking up a lot of energy uh, on your behalf and it needed cleared. And stones often do this when we wear them, they will break when they need, when they're, when they're so full of energy, they can't carry anything else. They will break. Um, And so I feel like that's part of it. But I also, you have an attachment kind of between your shoulder blades. So I'm going to pull that and clear it, but get you another uh, tourmaline and consider dark stones particularly need to be cleared very regularly, like even weekly, um, if you've got a lot going on around you, so that you can um, make sure that you've, you know, not, don't leave it till it breaks, basically, is what I'm saying. And and it's okay, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just, that's probably why it happened, I feel like. But I'm going to clear this attachment that's between your shoulder blades. Good, perfect. Okay, so Oriana said, I just lost my job. I'm still confused about it, even though I knew it was going to happen. Could I please get a message about this? So, you know, oh, I, I got to tell you, I have not felt like this had anything to do with you. I feel like you have been caught in a power struggle between the owner and another person who works there. There's some weird triangle there of people that and their relationships. And I feel like you got caught in the crossfire of something and ended up a fatality of that. I know you haven't been comfortable there. The energy there has been really weird. People are, they're nice and then they're not. And, you know, they, you're doing a great job and then you're not. And you, you can't predict what they uh, want from you. So I know that you were already looking and that you knew this job was kind of come to a close, whether they released you or you released yourself, they just beat you to it. But I do want you to know that I feel like this had nothing to do with you or the kind of employee you are at all. This was something behind the scenes. There was a power struggle happening that you couldn't have, you couldn't have uh, affected this one way or the other because it just wasn't about you. And so, which it feels very personal when you're the person who got fired, you know, but truly they set you free from their bullshit. There's something very, very unhealthy about the relationships in that office and the situation happening there. So See it as a sweet release and find something that is much, much better for you. And just know that 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 was the unhealthy, dysfunctional relationship in that office between others that it wasn't you. Yeah. Sucks, I know. And I'm very sorry. All right. Red Girl says, I have a lot of important things I need to accomplish and I just can't get started. I want to hide under the covers and I don't know why I'm having so much trouble. Do you want to give her a little shove out of the nest? What you got? I do. Okay. First of all, Red Girl, you need to clear your space. Your space is really heavy. When your space is heavy, the first thing that goes out the window is motivation. So um, let me just tell you how to do it in case you don't know. Get yourself some sage or some dragon's blood incense or some basil or some cedar like you know go to your local metaphysical store and get some get an herb to burn doesn't matter which one it is doesn't have to be white sage that's kind of becoming less and less a good thing so using other things is a good thing yeah you want to burn that in some kind of a heat proof dish it can be a shell or it can be something else fan that all throughout your house 
open a couple of windows so that it will, um, you know, give some places for the energy to leave. And then take a white candle, hold that candle and bless it with all of the things that you want to bring in. So motivation, energy, positivity, all that kind of stuff. And then light that candle and burn it all the way down. So that's a pretty simple space clearing. There's, you know, there's more to them, but that's really where you need to start is you've got a, you've got a space problem. I think we all have a space problem right now. I need to clear my house really bad. I can feel it. And I, you know, I've been sick and I'm like, as soon as I'm better, this house is getting cleared because having everyone, you know, a lot more people stuck at home during the pandemic has meant our houses have needed cleaned more. Yes. Cleared more. No, (laughs) yes, cleaned. Also cleared more. Well, who wants to do that? Let's clear them instead. Unfortunately, yeah. my house cleaner is about to graduate from high school, and so I haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> Neither have I. We're going to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. JR said, yesterday I witnessed a man and woman jump out of a car, and the man was chasing the woman and holding her up against a wall. Mm-hmm. I called the police. Should I go to the police and check up on it? Yes. You should. They may not tell you anything, but I feel like for your peace of mind that you really should at least try because uh, I feel like you need to to get some closure on this. This was traumatic as hell for you. Yeah. And first of all, kudos for calling the police. Way too many people yeah. turn their backs, make things not their problem and don't want in, any involvement and uh, that it takes some courage. And it also just takes some, you know, knowing who you are to do that. So I'm so yes. grateful you easily could have been her angel yesterday, you know, but yeah, I believe that you should check up, check in on it. All right. Sheila says tomorrow is her niece's high school graduation. She said, we're very excited and emotional. I just wanted to peek into her next few years in college in general. She is interested in becoming, oh, heading into medicine and wants to be a doctor. She's a good kid. Do you want to take a look at that one for Sheila? And I'm Mm going to take a look at Lotus's question. So Sheila, I do feel like she's going to struggle a little bit in her first year with motivation and balance in general. Um, But I feel like she's going to do really well. She's very smart. She's committed. You know, I don't feel like she's going to have a lot of trouble really in the long term. But I do feel like this first year is going to be pretty difficult. Um, I really feel like she's going to get overwhelmed with all the fun stuff that happens at college and kind of forget about the important stuff that this is why you're here stuff at college. So that's something to just kind of keep an eye on with her and support her, you know, and check in and be like, you know, how's it going with like balancing your time and getting your homework done and you know, stuff like that. Cause I feel like she might just need a little bit of support and guidance there, but overall I think she's going to do great. I don't, there are no huge red flags. This is just like that whole freshman thing that, you know, kids go through. Yeah. She's going to struggle a bit, but it, it'll clear up. Yeah. Very exciting. Well, good. All right. So Lotus said my relationship with my son has been complicated and painful. He's off to the Navy, and I wonder if we will heal or find a functioning relationship down the road. You know, it's so funny because I feel like you absolutely will. I feel like he's going to discover that he hasn't had it so bad. 
I feel like he's going to discover from uh, making friends and, you know, have, building some relationships in the Navy that um, things haven't been as rough for him as he has kind of allowed himself to think they were. And he's going to really develop a healthy appreciation for you and also a need for your support and for a connection there. I think it might take a couple of years. I feel like this is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. But I do believe that there's hope. I do believe that something will spin out of this that is much better than where it's been. He's got some serious growing up that's just about to happen. And that's going to change a lot of things because I feel like his preconceived notions of you, I feel like maybe other someone else has said things about you to him that are extremely unfair. I feel like he kind of has some ideas of who you are that aren't accurate. And that when the rubber hits the road and uh, he needs you and your support and you give that so freely and willingly that that really helps to shift this. So, yeah, I, I have lots and lots of hope. I want to bring you lots of hope on that because I feel like that is that is going to get better. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And now, Kevin, oh, my God. <laughs> I am so freaking jealous. I can't even with you. I, me okay. too, right? <laughs> so you guys will die. So he got called. Uh, he got a grand jury duty summons. That is so cool. Yeah, I know. I know. He's like, no, it's not cool. Yes, it's cool. I'm I'm nosy. I want to know everything. Right. And so I want to go. I want to be on the grand jury. I want to experience that. So. We will um, live through you mm-hmm. so if you end up sure. serving. And Whatever you yeah. sure. Right, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But that actually is that goal. So super jealous. That's going to be a really interesting experience. So see it yeah. as that. Definitely. Pretty cool. Okay. Red Girl says she has a Labradorite she wears for protection that broke. Mm-hmm. It happens. I had a Labradorite break on me too. Yep. Protection stones a lot of times, really anything will. Yeah. So Christy Shell said that she is getting a new, do you see her getting a new job anytime soon? She's had some trouble with her knees. Oh, okay. You know, I feel like it's going to be fall. I'm feeling September, October before you get a new job. So it's coming, but not quite yet. Yeah. Um, so hang in there. I know that's hard when you've had some knee problems and trying to get him something that's easier on you. So I do feel like it's coming. It's just not quite as fast as you would like, but it, it is coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Dusty said, I am a transgender male to female and have been seeing a guy for about a month. He's bisexual, but has never dated a trans girl. Things are, sorry, my thing scrolled. Things are good, but still nervous about our chances as far as a relationship thoughts. You know, and I think Christy and I will probably both have something to say, uh, Dusty, about your question. But honestly, I think it feels pretty dang good. I think it's really easy to worry about when the other shoe's going to fall, you know, especially because you have been through a lot of, well, you know, for lack of a better word, transition in your life, you know, and things just don't always work out. The one thing that comes up for me as probably the biggest challenge is communication, that communication is going to need some work. And you guys really kind of from the get go might benefit from having some kind of therapy for, you know, just just to help move the communication along 
to help you both learn each other's communication styles, to set some rules, some ground rules, just to, to help that along. But I have some really good vibes on this. And I feel like you guys have a great chance of really making a go here. I think you're both sick to death of things not working out, you know, in your lives. And also we're just really ready for the right thing. So I have lots of hope for you, but it is the communication piece that is your thorn. So work on that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is exactly what I was going to say is that that's very clear, getting a lot of clarity and not making any assumptions about how the other person feels. I feel like yes. you have to be super careful about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being really clear is mm-hmm. is what it's going to take. But I, yeah, I actually really like you. You're a good energetic match. I feel like there's good yeah. potential here. It's just, yeah. yeah, if you can keep, you know, the lines of communication open and not don't make any assumptions. I feel like both of you have a tendency to assume wrong about the other one. Just yes. know that's something that you're, as you're learning, you know, about one another that you may assume incorrectly. And I feel like that happens on both sides. Yep, definitely. Well, with your partner, know that what he, when something's bothering him, he'll respond in a, like he might be bitchy about one thing and then you'll discover it's because he's upset about something completely different. Like the way he processes through something that's bothering him is kind of uh, off point. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like when a kid is really tired and so then they, you know, dump the whole toy box or, you know, do something that makes no sense. And you're like, why the hell? Because you're tired. Yeah. But I feel like mm-hmm. he kind of, he doesn't know how to communicate what he's actually feeling. And so it comes out in ways that you're like, that doesn't even, that doesn't make sense. So I think, Christy, what you're saying about not assuming is really, yeah. really important. Yeah. But good luck. Good luck. All the yeah. good thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And keep us, keep us posted. Yes. Okay. Shana said she's really struggling with time. I cannot find time. I have so many things that bring me joy, like making jewelry, piles of magazines I love looking through that I can't get to, learning about different topics I'm really interested in. I used to even have an Etsy shop, but we moved and now I commute an hour to work and an hour back five days a week. She works full time, so she's just worn out. So she said, how and when can I get back to stuff that makes my spirit happy? What do you think? I would you really, what, really love to if you could start working four tens. That was the thing that came up for me. Yeah. If it would okay. be at all possible to start working four tens so that you could have it another whole day at home. Yeah. But, but Shannon, the other thing I feel like for you is that you get scattered and that you need to pick one thing, pick one thing. And one thing that you do for yourself, don't try to do the Etsy store or anything like that right now. Just pick one thing that you really enjoy and then schedule it into your life. Literally put it in your calendar. I feel like you're going to have to because your life has gotten so busy. But pick one thing. That's I, I feel like it's so easy to get, um, you know, to get scattered out into all these different things. I'm the same way. I have a zillion different interests and I have all these things I want to do. I have to really focus myself. And I feel like that will help you as well. So just choose one thing. Focus on doing that for a while. Yeah. And and kind of help get your center back. Mm-hmm. I love that. And take advantage of those hours that you're in the car to listen to things mm-hmm. that uplift you. Yeah. Use that as time. Maybe rather than magazines, you know, 
do podcasts. And I know you're doing that already, but, you know, do things that you can do with the time that you have. Yep, definitely. Okay, yeah. and good luck. I know it's a big challenge. One thing that I, uh, years ago, like early on a Sunday morning, my daughter said, Mom, can we blah, blah, blah today? And I went, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything I want to do. And then I was like, damn it, listen to me. Constantly say, and I realized I say that all the time. There's not enough hours in the day. And I thought, what am I manifesting? What am I creating in my life? Because I constantly believe I don't have enough time. Which, you know, realistically, you only have the time you have. But I feel like I was giving myself a pass, you know. And mm-hmm. so I, I flipped the script on that to an affirmation that I have all of the time in the world to do everything I want to do. And I really found myself with more time to do the things I wanted to do. It helped me to hone it. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. One more question and then we've got to go because spirit school is coming, but yeah. I do not want to drop paper dolly here. Yeah. So she said, I recently broke up with an unhealthy partner and his children. I was bolstered by Christy's video on being unevenly yoked. I'm wondering how to know when a partner is healthy for me. And then she added, I am narcoleptic, which makes life harder than it should be. And it affects my self-esteem as I feel not good or as good because I can't get as much done as I would want. Often I feel like I'm a dud. Okay. You know, here's the, I suspect that you're not going to bring a new person in your life for a little while, not because you can't, but because you choose not to. I feel like I'm kind of looking at Shana and, and looking at you a different situation, but with you, I feel like it's really time for you to take some time right now to figure out what does make you sore. Yeah. And to forgive yourself for the narcolepsy because that's completely out of your control and you can manage it, but it's not your fault. And you're going to have times that you feel great and you get a lot done and you're going to have times that you don't and it's okay. And you're so not a dud. You are not oh, a dud. You are by God, not a dud. And if we have to come over there, <laughs> Yeah. By God, we will. <laughs> we'll bring our army here with us. Yep. You're not a dud. You're doing the best you can with what you've got. And I think you're doing a lot better than you're giving yourself credit for. I do too. But that's my thought, honestly, is that I don't think you are going to bring a new person in for a little while. So the question was how to know when a partner is healthy for you. I feel like your self-esteem is going to be in a better place. And you'll mm-hmm. start feeling like, you know what? I'm good with me now. I'm good with who I am. I can bring someone in now who can be good with who I am or they can pounce in. Yeah. 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 Two things. First is, because you did hear my, when I talked about relationships and about having a, a vibrational mismatch, when you have a vibrational match with somebody, you feel a sense of familiarity in your heart when you meet them. You meet them for the yeah. first time. You feel like, have you ever had that situation where you're like, I feel like I know this person. I should know them. Why, why do they seem so familiar to me? And, and they're not. There's somebody you haven't met before. That's a vibrational match. That's your very first clue that, oh, yeah. this person vibrates at the same rate that I do. They're not going to be pulling me down all the time anymore. The other thing, and I know we all suck at this. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I don't feel like I suck at this, but I used to, is that. You have to get as much as you give in your relationship. Yeah. 
And if you're in a relationship, and I feel like you have been before, where you're just giving and giving and giving, mm-hmm. it's just going to be the same thing. Yeah. So you have to really especially, watch at the beginning. Yes. And especially with someone who lacks the ability to be compassionate or kind about your physical stuff, you know? I, I'm in a rheumatoid arthritis group on Facebook that's uh, been really supportive for me. And one of the girls the other day was saying that, you know, she had a husband who constantly accused her of being lazy, of making this up, of not, be, you know, having the pain she was having. She finally divorced him and that she's actually remarried now to somebody who she has to temper him a little bit because he tries to do too much for her, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. absolutely serves her. He's such a sweetheart, you know, and he really cares. and goes to her doctor's appointments and he, you know, he knows as much about her health condition as she does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her message was just one of hope for the group that it's possible to have a man lower or a partner. I shouldn't just say a man, but a partner like that, you yeah. know, and I think that for you, it's important to remember that there are partners out there who care and who aren't going to act like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All righty, guys, we have got to roll so that we can get spirit school going here. So thank you so much for being here. We'll have a couple of good pop-ups coming up this weekend and then a full week next week of all the good stuff. So thank you so much for being here. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Have a good night, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.